1: Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim, fill that out and that's it. I always like to kick the show off with something interesting. And this is from the gosh, I really should have saved my department because I had one and I gave it to my son when the next version came out. I'm talking about the very first iPhone that came out In 2007, it's being auctioned off. Now, originally, it cost $599. And listen to these specs. It had a a three-and-a-half-inch screen, a two-megapixel camera. Yes! Okay, storage, you could get between four gigs and eight gigs. Used iTunes. There was no app store. And it was fast. Maybe not so fast. It ran on a 2G network. Okay, the good old days. So how much do you think they estimate that the very first iPhone, in still in the packaging, never opened? How much do you think they're going to sell it for? Come on, take a guess. Say it out loud. Uh, you're going to be too low. Remember, this is the iPhone that changed the world. Are you ready? Yes, $50,000. You know, just reminds me the other day I was playing with my 7-year-old nephew, and he showed me with great pride this telephone that he made with a string and two tin cans. And I pulled out my iPhone, and I said to him, hey, you know, dude, that's nice, but look at what kids your age are making in China. Yes, that's right. Hey, listen, you're about ready to get more tech smarts because every single thing is now a tech thing. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And if you're just too shy to come on an award-winning big-time show and podcast, I totally get that. Sometimes even I get nervous. So you can drop me your questions right on our site. Head over to commando.com. And in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says Email Kim. All right, every single day, I check out about 30 different websites to make sure that I'm up to date on all things digital. And this is part of the show where I like to tell you five things that you think you need to know about that's going on in the world. And we're going to start by talking about TikTok. And let me tell you, most Americans still have no idea just how dangerous TikTok is and why it really should have been banned years ago. It's a dominant force. 138 million Americans use it. I actually saw a number the other day. It was more than that. It was 160 million. Wow. So it's more popular than Google, than Facebook and Instagram. Now, the big deal is that it's owned by a company by the name of ByteDance. And ByteDance is controlled by communist China, So what this means is all the data that TikTok gathers about users each day goes straight into communist China and the government, and they're keeping track of everything. But the real problem is this. It's not just all the data that you're giving up, any of your photos, your videos, your text messages, your locations, your facial ID, your voice print, whatever it may be. It's the fact that now communist China is controlling about half of all American smartphones. When they control it, what can they do with it? They can exploit that. So maybe at some point China says, you know what, we're not going to be screwing around with any weather balloons anymore and spy balloons. We're going to just go ahead and send a message to half of America saying that maybe something happened. Maybe they deep fake a video of the president saying that we're going to start a nuclear war, whatever it is. So that's the real problem with TikTok. All right, let's go on to number two everyone is talking about ChatGPT. I mean, everyone. Now, if you haven't tried it yet, you really need to do this. Go ahead and just search for ChatGPT, but make sure you're going to the site that starts with OpenAI, because here's the deal. it is has the power to put Google out of business. It really does. It's revolutionizing the way that we work and rewrite and re-research. Now, it's going to start costing some money, ChatGPT, is going to have a subscription plans starting at twenty bucks a month. Yes. Okay. Well, people buy it absolutely. I will, especially if you're a writer, you're a researcher, you're a media type, you're a lawyer, banker, doctor, teacher, uh, professor, students. Yeah, they're using it to cheat. Uh, CEOs, politicians, con artists, swindlers, you name it. And ChatGPT is habit forming. Uh, once you try it, you are totally, totally hooked. And scientists predict that human-level artificial intelligence is going to be here by the year 2030, or maybe sooner if the bar keeps dropping. All right, number three in our list, let's talk about Netflix, whose profits and viewership are way, way down, and they're going to end password sharing soon, like in a couple of weeks. And here's what we know so far. About 100 million Netflix customers in North America share their password with at least one person who doesn't live with them. Now, some share their password with 10 people or more, so no question, that is lost revenue. So this past Wednesday, Netflix began a paid password sharing program, not here in the United States, but in Canada, New Zealand, Portugal, and Spain. Now, customers, you're going to have to set a primary location for your account, and then for $8 each, the primary customer can add only two people who don't live with them. And it's been working out really well in in Chile and Costa Rica and Peru for over a year. So this was kind of a test run for all of us here in the United States. So how are they going to force it? They know your IP address and your television's ID. And so blacking out those addresses and screens is not going to be a big deal. Oh, my God. Passwords, they're still a nightmare. And let me tell you, my password for my email has been hacked again. Now, this is the third time that I've had to rename the cat. All right. Number four, Gen Z employees. That's right. They've been following a viral TikTok trend that can and should come back to haunt them. It's called the no two week notice viral trend. Here's what happened. Gen Zers, they just quit a perfectly good job and then they post a video all about it on their social media. They don't even tell their employer that they've quit. They just stop showing up or working remotely. That's it. And uh, here's the problem is that Almost all companies check with past employers and they look at social media accounts before hiring. And so Gen Zers, you have to remember the old saying, good judgment comes from experience and a lot of that comes from bad judgment. And last, this, let's talk about schmishing. That's right, schmishing, S-M-I-S-H-I-N-G. Not sure if you know what that is. It's a text message that's written to primarily put you right on edge. It says that your debit card has been suspended. Uh, someone tried to log into your account. You missed a payment. The IRS needs your attention right now. Or maybe the police, you've been robbed. We have a, Or maybe you have a free gift for you. Or your Amazon order is canceled. Which, by the way, Amazon is the number one company that's used in smishing. Uh, Apple is a close second. And then they also like to use banks. Uh, Chase, Bank of America, Citicorp, uh, Wells Fargo. And then they also send out fake messages from Netflix, AT&T, FedEx, UPS, you name it. And they normally include these links. So here's the deal. If you ever get a text message, unexpected, uh, do not click the link. Okay, Just do not click the link because that's going to lead you into scam and I don't want you to be taken. But I saw this one going around. Okay, This is crazy. It's a text message. And it actually says, uh, Hello, I am from the government. You need to pay $1,500 iTunes gift card to me or you under the rest. (laughs) Once again, I'm gonna listen to this. I I wonder, you know know that somebody just fell for this. Hello, I am from the government. You need to pay $1,500 iTunes gift card to me or you under the rest. (laughs) I guess they didn't know about arrest. Hey, coming up, we have a really weird way to where you can start making some money. Oh, and if you wanna go viral, I have the secret times and days where you need to be posting on social media. And then later on, how to make sure Amazon's Alexa is not taking every single recording of you and sending it up to Amazon and doing who knows what with it. And, of course, your phone calls on the Kim Commando Today podcast.
0: If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up.
1: Hey, before we get started, just a quick reminder that if you are not already following me on social media, what are you waiting for? That's right. Stop ghosting me. Head over to Instagram.com slash Kim Commando, Twitter.com slash Kim Commando, Facebook.com slash, yes, Kim Commando. That's right. I'm everywhere on social at Kim Commando. All right. Let's start with Ted. Hello there, Ted.
2: Yeah, uh, it was uh, September of
1: last year
2: and uh, I have a Coinbase account and have uh, some Bitcoin in there that I've accumulated over a few years, and uh, I had this blue banner that actually came over my login, and it said, uh, you have been uh, uh, approached uh, with uh, a hacking activity, something like that, and they had two phone numbers for me to call, and I went, oh, no, you know, and so um, I called one, and and they said you had two hacks. One was from Virginia, and the other one was from Washington State. Oh no, it was Oregon. It was Oregon. And uh, they're going to block those IP numbers from ever coming to me again as a service. There, they could do that. And I said, okay. Uh, you know, you, you just don't know what to think when you're hearing this. Hearing this stuff. But anyway, they um, <clears throat> continued and and everything, and then. They said uh, you know part of our procedure is to authenticate you, so we know you're the right person we're talking to, and that's customary to a degree. Because I've had Coinbase do that in the past, and they had the the template up there, which is the blue template, which is characteristic of again of their protocol.
1: Okay.
2: And uh, and so I filled that out, and they wanted a picture of me, and did the picture online, and all that stuff. And, uh, and then they said, uh, um, we're going to, uh, suspend your account and, uh, protect your, your Bitcoin in the, in that, that's basically all the coin you have is Bitcoin. They said, they told me and, and everything. And, uh, uh, we'll be back to you in a couple of weeks. This is kind of. Simplified. There are some things in between, but it gives you a feel what transpires. So, so, so did
1: you lose all your Bitcoin?
2: Yeah. How
1: much? How much, uh, how they, much money when, are we talking about?
2: We're talking about one hundred seven thousand.
1: Wow, that's a lot of money. That's a lot. I know. a lot of money. Um, and what does Bitcoin say now? I mean, Coinbase now.
2: Well, it's funny. They they weren't very helpful on the whole thing because you. you I found out you cannot talk to them. So to have those phone numbers should have been my first flag that, uh, this is not legit, but I mean, the way, I mean, you're sitting there and and you're, you're looking and you see, well, who else would put that on there? I mean, I, I can't even dream of somebody putting a banner on my account that I can't even log in. And it looks so legit, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, and it wasn't. And, uh, it was it was amazing because let me let me I, I got a real eye opener in this whole ordeal. I put a uh, I put a claim in with the FBI the IC in the IC3 unit sure. they have right. for crypto. <clears throat> Excuse me, and uh, just a, a a month later, I got a notice uh, from Insider Magazine that a guy was was hacked of Coinbase for 11.6 million. Wow. In under ten minutes, after falling for a fake notification scam, and uh, U.S. attorneys are involved, it's a big, oh, it's a big mess on that one. But you know, I'm sitting there, you know, that doesn't make me feel good as far as the the, the magnitude of the scam or anything like that. I felt bad, really felt bad for that guy. But you know, I'm re- in retirement, and this is going to help supplement right. my retirement. I really believe in in blockchain and. Bitcoin and all that. Uh, and so now nothing wrong with, with those. Those aren't the, the issue here. It's just the other thing. I, I really felt that Coinbase wasn't very helpful to me. And uh, after some time into this, a week or so, I got an email from him that said, have you been
1: compromised?
2: I had that question.
1: <laughs> You're like, yeah, and I, I went, did. I lost. Did you lose 107000 Not that it matters, or 170000
2: one
1: hundred and seven. One hundred and seven. That's still a lot of money. Wow. Um, yeah. And so you know, the, you did the right thing by the FBI, the crime complaint. Make sure that you change all your account numbers and passwords to anything. You know. that Yeah, that I did. Have out there.
2: And, I did everything. Uh, I don't really. It's funny. I don't think I ever. You don't really have an account number with Coinbase.
1: No, but and, but I'm just I'm just talking about any other yeah. accounts that you have on that computer. Oh. Um, sure. just to oh, make yeah. sure just because any any or anything that was connected yeah. to it, your email, your banking, right. your, your phone, your yeah. PIN number, your password, or anything like that. Um Wow, that's really awful. Uh obviously that we need to also talk about the security that you have on your system, Ted. Let let us let me write this up as a as a tip. Uh To say, you know, how this is how you need to secure your crypto accounts. This is the best way for you to do that. And I'll put that uh, as a tip. I'm really sorry to hear that, Ted. And if there's anything else I think I can do with the FBI, I'll definitely let you know. All right. Let's see who's up next. Arlene, glad to have you with us.
3: Well, hi, Kim. You know, for years, I've been amazed by your wealth of information. Even before the day you kept a sense of suspense over why you were out for
1: two weeks, you <laughs> had
3: given birth.
1: That's so right. Maybe
3: you were setting a new standard about the length of a maternity leave.
1: <laughs> that was it. Two weeks. I had, I had, uh, I'll tell you, I had, I remember that I had Ian on a Thursday. I didn't do the show on Friday and I didn't do the show the next Friday, but I went to work the following Monday. So I was like, okay, I'm good.
3: Okay, as a bit of background, during COVID, I finally fulfilled a 33-year-long dream that I had, and that was creating rhyming content of 66 books of the Bible, then pairing each one with familiar tunes in public domain. I had intended this primarily for children, but my forward writer thought it would be a lot of fun at Adult Bible Studies. The project should be released shortly online, but my question is this. I'm not a friend of social media and I'm looking for creative ways to promote this book. Of course, I'd be willing to listen if you've got a safe idea to use it.
1: Well, you know, you have to go on social media because that's where everybody is. Okay. And you can set up different email addresses and uh, for, you know, you want, you're definitely going to want to be on Instagram. You're gonna, Cause you're this way you can put some reels together of the songs and the books and the memory games Uh, You're going to want to put it on Pinterest and you definitely want to put it on Facebook. But in order for you to be, in order for us to create some type of mojo for this is that we need to get some synergy together with social media. And of course, you know, your publishing companies are going to want to have some social media presence as well. So they're going to help you out. But what you're going to do is set up, just start with a Facebook account. we've got some guides over at commando.com to teach you how to do it the right way. And Arlene, if you need any help getting this set up, I'm always here for you. And thank you so much for your call. You know, some other things that you want to do is build an author website. So this way, it's kind of your whole hub for your online presence. And don't forget online bookstores like Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Kobo, uh, they are offering exclusive promotions and discounts sometimes. So you want to tap into that. And if there are any online communities that you can participate, maybe a Facebook group, And you start getting in there and discussing whatever your book is about. It's a nice way for you to actually start plugging your book. And, of course, there's always paid advertising. You have Google AdWords, Facebook ads, and, of course, Amazon advertising. All right, let's talk about the secret to compressing images on Word or PowerPoint because it's so easy to create this massive Word document or PowerPoint presentation that it takes a long time to open it, edit it, or even send it by email. Now, the biggest problem with these large files are the photos that are inside a doc or a slideshow. So you might be tempted to just throw them in at really high resolution, but you don't have to do that because if the doc or slideshow is only gonna be viewed on a screen, you can save yourself and the recipient a ton of time and frustration. You wanna lower the image's resolution by compressing them. Now, here's the secret. You don't have to do this for every image in a document or slideshow. Both Word and PowerPoint will compress the images automatically for you. Now, for the exact steps how to do this, just search for help in Word or PowerPoint, and you want to use the phrase, compress pictures. All right, coming up, we have a really crazy way to make some extra money. And if you want to go viral on social, I have the secret days and times of the week to do that, and we have all of your phone calls on the Kim Commando Today podcast. Now, if you have an Amazon Echo, you know that Alexa is listening to everything. But what happens to those recordings? Well, coming up, I'm going to tell you how you can stop those recordings and actually hear the ones that Alexa thinks that it heard from you. And before we get to all of that and more of your phone calls, let's talk about a strange way to make some money. Okay, here's a little fun fact. You and your family wash about 300 loads of clothes a year. So that makes you, what, a professional Now, think about how much time it takes to wash, dry, and fold your clothes. I hate folding clothes. I would rather just wash the floors, I swear. I'd vacuum any day of the week. Uh, Now, Whirlpool says the average wash cycle takes about an hour to complete. So if you're on the hunt for a few extra dollars, you can take advantage of this. There's an app called Sudshare. I am not making this up. It's a money-making platform for people to wash and fold other people's clothes and get some cash for that. Now, to get started... You just download the app Sudshare, you sign up, you take jobs around your house, and then you go pick up the dirty clothes, you wash, you dry, fold them, you bring them back the next day. Uh, So how much money can you make? Well, you can earn about $20 an hour with it, and the app says the minimum per order is $15. You know, wow. And it promises you're going to make at least that. Ooh, I think I'm going to check that out. All right. How about Charles? Charles, glad to have you with us. Hi, Kim. Uh, Pleasure to talk to you. Well, thank you for your call. What's going on? Well, um, I'm uh, give you a tiny bit of
2: background. I'm I'm 45, but I was diagnosed with pr- uh, prostate cancer when I was 43. Um, we did everything we could, but they they give me about two years left, is what they say. So, which I mean, that's I'm trying to stay positive. I'm trying to keep a sense of humor about it, but. Um, I've got a four-year-old son, and I wanted to start making videos for him. Uh, I'm not sure gonna do how often I'm going to do it, but just kind of after I'm gone, I want him to go back and be able to say, you know, like for a 16th birthday or, you know, just general advice. Um, I'm pretty tech savvy, but I, I don't know anything about videography or editing or anything like that. I'm a PC guy. So I was wondering uh, what you would recommend as far as equipment and software.
1: First of all, I'm honored that you called me for help and I want and I want to be with you for as long as you need my help. So aside from this phone call, if you are running into issues along the way, I want you to know that you can depend on me and our staff to to come in and help troubleshoot on whatever issues you may be having. Okay. I appreciate that. I really do. Uh, Because it's it's very important that you do this. Very, very important. I don't need to tell you that, Um, right? Yeah, and and I have. I don't know if as a regular listener, show. I mean, I've I've counseled and been advocate for so many people, not so many, probably a half a dozen people in your position, and have assisted most recently a a 32 year old woman who with two kids under the age of three, trying to trying to make these videos so that when she goes, that the kids will still remember her. Yeah, have something. Right. And so with with her, Ashley is her name, with Ashley, we um, set her up with a a tripod and a camera and uh, some good lights and and just had her say whatever she wanted to say. Okay. Uh, and then we put them up on, in a private YouTube channel so that this way they're always going to be in the cloud. And YouTube is a force. It's not like they're going to be going out of business tomorrow.
0: Unfortunately, um, but this, yes, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. There is big tech,
1: um, but, but this way the girls will always have access to the videos and, okay. and it's, incredibly easy to make these videos and it's not difficult to edit these videos. Okay. Um, And with, uh, with Ashley, we, I wrote some questions out with her and kind of walked her through some of the process. Uh, She also did some handwritten letters for the girls that are sealed.
3: That's a great idea.
1: That, that on your, Yeah, I think she did on for, you know, for a girl when she starts entering her teenage years. Um, Mm -hmm. I think she did one when she she was sick, you know, for the same thing for your your son, uh, 16, 18, 21. And she did one for when they get married.
2: Right. Right. That's kind of the
1: concept I have. Yeah. For, yeah, for the the life events. Um, Right. You know, you probably can take decent video with your phone. That's what she, okay. you know, she she used a camera, but she also used her iPhone. Uh, if you have a if you have a recent phone, it's probably more than sufficient. But the thing is, is that what I'd like you to get, and I can post a link to it. So it's basically it's a it's a tripod with a light built in. But you're gonna oh, okay. put the phone into on the tripod, and then there's a, a ring light. So this way, you look really great. And and you're not going to be dark in the video. So let us put. Let me put together some some ideas for you. Uh, and again, I just want to let you know that we are here to help. And let's give Charles a free community membership. So in case he has any other questions down the line, that he can always contact us directly there. Well, wow, this is really tough. I mean, I guess you have to remember the most important thing is that you're creating this personal and meaningful legacy for your son, and that. In this, you're expressing your love and your care for him through your words and your actions. And again, Charles, if you need any, any help, just reach back to us. All right, it's time now to do a great tip. And cutting back on your cable or electric bill is smart when you're pinching pennies, but you don't want to skip on important things like security. With new hacks and threats coming out every day, using free antivirus software can put you at risk with out-of-date and unreliable protection. And remember, most free software is just using your data for profit. That's why you need complete security from a company that you can trust. I trust them, TotalAV. TotalAV's industry-leading security suite received the renowned VB100 reward for detecting 100% of malware with zero false positives. That's big. Plus, it's really simple to use. And a single plan covers up to five devices. So whether you're running Windows, Mac, iOS, or Android, you can stay protected at home, in the office, and on the go. Now, here's the deal because you're a Kim Commando Show listener. You know, I'm always looking out for you, and I always have your back. So you can get an exclusive introductory discount by going to protectwithkim.com. And then you're going to get your first year for only $19. That's over 85% off the regular price. Once again, that address is protectwithkim.com, protectwithkim.com. All right. You know, so you have a great post and you want it to go viral, but you're like, oh, where do I really start? Now, one of the insider secrets is when's the best time to post that? You need to know the best times to post on social. Now, here's the deal. Research has shown that people look for a good laugh online in the middle of the week. It makes sense. That's when we kind of need a pick-me-up. So to get the most views, you want to post maybe that funny dog or cat video on a Wednesday. But there are also special times to post and to get the most engagement. Now, for each platform, it's unique. And by the way, the times that I give are the times in your time zone. So on Facebook, for example, you're going to want to post on weekdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. That's when the week kind of slows down. Now, for Twitter, later in the day, during the week, anytime between 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. And I'm going to give you another tip about Twitter, by the way, too, is that if you have a Twitter account and it's not locked, you can increase your post engagement four times by locking it. I've seen this myself. It's really incredible. All right, let's go to Instagram. It's Monday through Friday from 2 to 5 because, well, that's when the kids are getting out of school. And LinkedIn... Uh, Tuesday to Thursdays, early in the day to mid afternoon. Now, again, a lot of this may depend on the audience that you want to reach, but these times are really just a general rule of thumb. All right, coming up, we have more of your phone calls, and then later on, how to make sure that Amazon Alexa isn't keeping recordings of every single thing that you say. And you definitely won't want to miss that here on the Kim Commando Today podcast. Hey, listen, by the way, don't forget about our podcast. We not only have Kim Commando Today, Kim Commando show, we also have our daily tech updates. So if you love, love, love these quick tips that I give out throughout the show, make sure that you subscribe, you follow to our daily tech updates. Just search for Commando with a K wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Judith, you're up next. Hey, Kim. It's really great to talk to you. I'm a little bit nervous. Excuse oh. me. <clears throat> um, oh, Judith, don't be nervous. Just pretend it's you and me and... And okay. we don't have, say, six million people listening. Nobody else is listening. <laughs> just you and me. That's all.
4: Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Um, here's my thing. Um, I'm. I have got um, a folder of personal information. I, I'm using Windows 11 Home. I've got a folder okay. of personal information on my desktop, and I also have a folder in my Gmail that should be not in there because it also has personal information in it and i would like to encrypt those two folders i want to keep that information digital i don't want to have to print it out let me put it that way there's a lot there and so i need a program to uh, to encrypt that i'm skeptical I, i went already once looking for a program to do the encryption because it will come with Windows Home Pro, I'm sorry, Windows Pro, but right. it doesn't come with Windows Home. Yeah. And I I trust you. Uh, I'm just, when it comes to something like encryption, uh, I'm
1: not I too know. trusting
4: of what I might turn up. <laughs> so right, exactly. I was looking for well, a recommendation. You
1: know, well, the good news is, is that you can certainly encrypt that. Well, I'm concerned about you putting all this email into gmail because there's no way to encrypt just a folder in gmail
4: no no i wasn't uh, going to put be, it in my gmail i want to keep i'm, I'm going to take that information that's in oh, my okay, gmail good. stuff excellent it was from when we bought a house and i you know it's pdf files and stuff like that sure
1: okay and so hey, i just yeah. because i just didn't want you to think like oh bingo bingo and then google won't see what i have no no, no i don't trust right. them no. sorry mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't, a lot of people don't. You're just like, we're all in the same boat, Judith, but you know, but their products, some of them are so good and it's free and you're like, wow. And it just works. I mean, you know, I I was, it's funny because that thought just came across me this morning. I was in my Gmail and I love that it now has like this follow-up feature. So if you send an email and the person doesn't respond and that it goes to the top of your inbox and it says follow-up and I'm like, Wow. That is so sweet. That is so great. And then it's hit me like, yeah, but it's Google. Yeah, but I like that. Yeah, but it's Google. Yeah, but I like that. So you have like this thing going back and forth in your crazy yes, head. Absolutely. Um, all right. So uh, there's a couple of freebies out there. Uh, you don't need to uh, don't write these down. We're going to email. You're a caller. Okay. We're going to email. All of this to you. Okay. Uh, and then if you're listening, we have this over on the website. We'll post it for everybody. But there's a couple of programs out there. Uh, one's called Veracrypt. Another one's called AxeCrypt. Um, the one that that uh, we use here at the show is called 7-Zip. And it's totally free, and it, it gives you the option to encrypt uh, using AES-256 encryption, which is pretty darn good. Uh, and some things to just keep in mind that when you're using it is that the the strength of your encrypted file is totally dependent, Judith, on your password, okay? Okay. So if you just put a password in there like Judith, okay, then it's not going to be very good. Uh, and You're if talking this is to the password wanna... queen
4: here. I'm sorry, but Excellent. I've been using a password Excellent. manager for 10
1: years. <laughs> okay. All right. So you totally got that. It's yeah. just sometimes... I just gotta say it, just because you just never know. Okay. Um, and uh, so anyway, so yeah, so you might, so you're already you're already golden with the passwords, which is totally awesome. And so what we're gonna do is send you the exact steps on how to encrypt that folder. But just a little side note. Is that I also take the calls from people that say, hey, listen, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa left me this encrypted folder and I can't open it because I don't have the password and I need to get in there in order to get X, Y, or Z. I want to see if they had some other instructions that I needed. So just keep that password with all of your important stuff. You know what I'm talking about. So, again, hang on the line, Judith. We're going to send you out the, all the steps on how to encrypt a file folder using 7-Zip. And thank you for your call. You know, there's another option. You can simply password protect the folder using Windows' built-in compression tool, and then that makes it inaccessible without the password. And you can also restrict access to the folder by, say, modifying the folder's permissions that would only allow certain users, that would be you, Judith, to access the folder. All right, back to the phones we go. Uh, Tiana in... Almarie, Pennsylvania? I know I mispronounced that. Where are you from, Tiana? (laughs) Palmyra. Palmyra. Okay, yes, yes. I've been there quite a few times. It's a lovely community, a lovely community. (laughs) So, uh, we've spoken before, haven't we? Yes, we have. Okay, I think the first time, how old were you? First time. I think I was about 14. And then you just called me last fall, right? Yes. And you were putting together, I sent you all the parts for the computer. Yes. So did you put it all together? I did. And it all works? It all works. And so what are you doing with it?
4: I've been doing uh, 3D modeling and some dabbling into the 3D animation and everything so far. I'm still learning how to do a good
1: part of it, though. So are you are you loving it? I am. What's the best part of it? It's just how small, but, like, how fast it works. But as far as, what do you like about the 3D animation?
4: Oh, um, the fact that I'm able to sit there and, like, pinpoint just a little section and then work on it without having to, like, erase things or
1: um, Go back. undo and then yeah. redo. That's pretty cool. What software are you using?
4: I, oh, Blender. I'm using are Blender. You about,
1: Blender's fabulous. Blenders. It is. and so so are you thinking like this is where your career path is going to go yeah and then where do you want to go to school
4: i'm actually heading up to edinburgh in the fall for animation so.
1: are you wow i'm so proud of you that's so great that's it's awesome so now <laughs> even when you go off and you become a big 3d animation star i want you to remember to check in with me from time to time promise promise okay and then if you ever want to you ever want to like try your skills on like a 3d animation of like the show logo or something that would be kind of cool i mean we definitely you know then you can always say like hey my work is part of a national radio show that's streaming 24 7 on all these different apps and all these channels and see this is what makes my job so wonderful and so complete is that when You know, you can touch. I remember when Tiana called the first time because her father was like, you know, if Kim says that you can do this on the computer, then then we'll let you do it. And so anyway, so over the years, she's touched up and touched in rather from time to time. And that's so great that now you're heading off to college and you're going to be doing exactly what she wants to do. And again, do not be a stranger. Promise me that. Hey, just a quick reminder is that if you don't want to come on the show and actually speak with me, I'd love to get your questions. Just head over to commando.com. And then hit the button that says Email Kim in the right-hand corners. All right, it's a total dichotomy. Amazon says that your Echo device isn't listening all the time. Amazon says that it's only listening for the wake word. I swear, every time I write about this for USA Today, I have some Amazon PR rep that says, Oh, Kim, it's only listening for the wake word. Well, that means it's listening. All right? So Amazon says it keeps recordings of your voice commands. They say to, quote, improve the accuracy of your interactions with Alexa. Okay, if this bothers you, because who knows who has access to all those recordings, you can make it stop. So first, you need to use the Alexa app on your iOS or Android device. It's a little hard to find, but you want to get to the menu option called Manage Your Alexa Data. That's where you can stop these recordings. You can also choose how long to save the recordings and maybe don't save any of the recordings. This also wipes out any of your recordings on Amazon's servers. So if you need the exact steps to erase and stop, amazon from recording you just hit my site commando.com and use the search box hey do me a favor if you laughed if you learned just one thing make sure that you tell at least three friends about the kim commando show and our kim commando today podcast because after all knowledge is power and you can find me 24 7 at commando.com